All right, you all, you need to come and listen to The Sci-Files. They do have other shows, but The Sci-Files, that's the one you want to hear. We are on the Anchor Media platform, and you can catch us on Apple Podcast, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcast, and Spotify. So again, this is Axel, The Sci-Files. Sunday, 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 The Sci-Files. Pipeline from an undisclosed location directly into your earbuds. Blockbooks of hair proudly presents the sick and wrong tag team power hour on your host, Ryan and Starrocracy. Coming to you live from the control center, it's Hell in the Cell 2018, even though it's a really old theme song. And they ripped off the bell from fucking Tiki Yay! Yay! <laughs> and now for your host, <laughs> Ryan Stavropocracy, Scuba and Weird. America! Alright, I'm gonna shut that off before everybody's heads explode. Welcome to the. Wrestling Power Hour, or whatever we're calling it. Yeah, we, we need to come up with a good concrete name since we got a panel now. Um, it might, we might just call it the power hour, fuck it. The power hour, fuck, it's never an hour. Nope. That's the best part. That's the, the power best hour. part. <laughs> power hour. <laughs> it shows a half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, for those of you who uh, just started listening, uh, thank you for supporting, uh, downloading, and finding our podcast anywhere you can get podcasts, uh, anchor.fm forward slash Rotten Corpse Radio, or... Any of your other apps that Steve is jerking off in the background. Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts to find those. And so, yeah, Hell in the Cell. What do you guys think? All at once. That'll be edited out. Anyway. <laughs> No, it, will, it will not be edited out. Trust me. You think he edits a lot, but he does not. <laughs> I'll keep it all the weird shit. <laughs> well, I thought it started off good. Good yes. first match. Yeah, that first match. It was kind of... So, like, um, the first match, I think it's the the opener of the pre-show, right? Yeah, that was the New Day versus... Uh, uh, Russo Day. Day. So, it was a big competition for days. Um, for days. <laughs> and we all knew who was going to win because, well, Rusev hasn't won since he first came in wrestling John Cena. And you, think about it this way, too. New Day. Okay, it's New Day, right? But Rusev Day is a newer day than the New Day. Yeah. Why didn't they win? That's the only It's a new, new, new day? New, 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 new day. I wanted them to win, actually. I, I, I really wanted Rusev to take it. Yeah. I did. Uh-oh. But we all knew New Day was going to win. And New Day won. Uh, on the pre-show. And number two. Why is there a title on the pre-show? Right? That's kind of weird. Like, why, why would you want that stipulation? I mean, if you listen to any podcast... They have a network. Why do they have time constrictions? 
Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Here's my thing with it, and and that's their schedule for crying out loud. <laughs> I know, like do what you want. You don't have an intercontinental championship match, and you don't have a United States championship match. Why in the hell would you put like do, put any like a match on the pre-show? Yeah, oh. it is kind of weird. It just kind of devalues well, the just, the SmackDown championship. Yeah, Holy shit! Yeah, it's just. It, Did it, you it, see Big Mama drive by? That was pretty scary. That was I Big Mama wants a big dick. Just rode the fuck by, dude. <laughs> a small bike. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. With the, the cart. Right right no shit, dude. Yeah, she was collecting cans or something. Yeah, I, don't know, I don't know if that was cans or like fucking 17 pound baby. Uh, before we get a little bit more into this, uh, we're going to point out that we also took bets at the very beginning of the show. We did not take bets. It was a gentleman bet. <clears throat> it was a gentleman bet. Yeah. Not money yet, bets. Scuba still couldn't lose. But. <sighs> According I don't lose anything. According, to the, according to the first match predictions, which I should have waited because I actually said my prediction right as the match was ending. Uh, so I was in the other room. I didn't even know what was going on. Uh, but there is a... We're going to get. We're gonna start bracketizing this shit. We're going to march madness the shit out of this motherfucker. It's a seven It's a seven to three split uh, for who was, gonna, or who was predicting New Day would win. So... Yeah, it's uh, it pretty interesting. Well, that first match was uh, pretty much everybody knew who was going to win. I think the only ones that didn't go for that were Owen and, of course, the loser of the match, X-Force. That's right, Bill. Loser Force. <laughs> loser Force. <laughs> One in seven. Come on, bro. I mean, X-Force. drink another bottle next time and pick like you did. I don't mind you losing. I mean, come on, X-Force. Isn't that a little derivative? <laughs> Isn't that a little derivative? Yeah. <laughs> hey, just a little bit. A little I bit. Mean, my seven-year-old went four and three. Yeah. I, I only picked Rusev Day because wow. I love Rusev Day. Hell, I only had one more win than your seven-year-old. That's sad. <laughs> and actually, before I showed up to the And park, I should have been... Okay, I had two picks wrong. Mm-hmm. I should have been fucking the winner. Because <laughs> no. there were two picks I didn't pick right because I didn't know who I was picking. No, oh, he picked right. No, I, he picked <laughs> I went against, against Ohio. Yeah, yes, right. Yes, he did. And... and it's the first time and last time that'll ever happen. What do you mean happen. by not picking right? Were you rather drunk? Like I no, I was drunk and I didn't know if this mark was for this person or this mark oh, was for this person. He's got as, as many excuses for his picks as I do. For, oh, uh, not letting fucking Dio leave. win on the Brock. Oh, call. give All me right, a so goddamn motherfucking later, break. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, our second match, our bracketology or our brackets were. Um, I should have been seven and one. For Miz and Bree versus, uh, or no, Miz and Maurice versus okay. Daniel Bryan. No matter Bree what deal would have got, I would have won. Yeah, uh, it looks like it's a also pro Daniel Bryan Bree. I racked up a lot. No, I meant to choose fucking the other team. I, I went with Miz and Maurice just based on their prior history of cheating to win, and I just figured a heel's gonna cheat, and I yeah. wanted to see it again, so. I took Miz and Reese in that match, and yeah, and yeah, Daniel Bryan and Bree won, and deservedly so. Cause I, and like, even though I did, Daniel no, I should have been Bray six Ryan and two. Over, so. I should have been six and two instead of five and three. Sorry, I'm always gonna be into the heels, so for well, not not always. You were four and four, buddy. I was four and four, so I should have been six and two. 
You should have, would have, could have, but you weren't because you made your choices. No, no. You did a shitty bracketology is what you did. And now we'll do another <laughs> shitty bracketology. No, we're doing it fucking March Madness style next At time, dude. At 1 o'clock in the fucking morning Pacific time when they show the Super <laughs> Showdown, my ass will be up and I will have a bracket. Hey, are you going to be here? I'll be here. If these pussies well, can't Australia make it, line. they'll just have yeah. to pick before it's on Saturday, right? Yeah, at I like per- 1 o'clock in the morning, dude. I personally We're going to really? start drinking at like 11. Yeah, I, per- I personally went for Miss Maurice only because this is the second time this has been in a team called Eminem. I'm just hoping I still have some alcohol left. Actually not. <laughs> <laughs> but he's Eminem now, and he was tag team partners with a guy who was in a tag team called Eminem. So, um, so yeah, so the match was pretty good. You know, Daniel Bryan, of course, trying to steal the show. And he always does, a little fucking ginger. Yeah. He's a badass, bro. For, a, for a small stature guy, he's one of the pound for pound. I would have just, ra- I don't know. He's super fun to watch. I ne- I'm never disappointed in him. I would have rather just seen a Miz and very, Daniel very Bryan rarely, match. anyway. Mm. Honestly, having those two other out there was just kind of like, I, didn't, I don't know. Would have been better just them two going at it. And I, I really like the fact that... Um, you got like two. You got one guy who's like trying to basically steal the other guy's gimmick. It was almost kind of like that Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho match at um, it's like what was it WrestleMania twenty something, and um, there were, I think it was one of those matches where Jericho was trying to retire uh, Shawn Michaels, and then that was a good clash of styles because a lot of the match was <coughs> Jericho just using uh, Shawn's moves against. Him. Oh fuck yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. <laughs> So you got this match, kind of the same deal, you know. Yeah. Different era, and they 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 went all the way back with it too, which I thought was great. All the way back to like the original NXT, where they had like the fucking rookies with the fucking pros and shit. Yeah. Um, like from the get go, Daniel Bryan was pointing out that I've been in wrestling for ten years over my uh, over my pro. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, I just love all that shit, and then coming full circle. I, I thought they did make Maurice look a little weak. They did. They always kind of really dude. Like, like it's not that hard to make her look weak against Brie Bella. Yeah. They Go do could, a suicide dive, you shitty bitch. They still could have <laughs> had her do at least a few offensive maneuvers to kind of build her character, even though she's probably not going to wrestle much. Yeah. The only uh, thing she has going for her not is made her look like a, not look, made her look like she just couldn't wrestle. At she's all. Daniel Bryan's wife. That's the only thing she has going for. Oh, Brie. Yeah. And, like, then you got Nikki, who's like, oh, well, what dick are you going to jump on next? Hmm. Stop her wishes it was his, of course, but, uh... No, I wouldn't even touch yeah. her. Lying from the like, No, I am, because I'm sorry, I don't want to taste what John Cena's penis tastes like. And it probably tastes like it. <laughs> You'd be a better man for it. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> if he was Hugh Jackman, yes, I would be. But honestly, he's not Hugh honestly, Jackman. The way, <laughs> honestly, the way WWE has positioned them, I think of the Bellas as being the Kardashians of WWE. Yeah, they are. Is. They straight yeah. up are. I know. All right, so moving on. <laughs> Jeff Hardy. Hardy Hardy's brother versus... Randy, Randy Orton. Orton. Dick Toucher Orton. Dick Toucher Orton. Did you see? I put po- Somebody posted earlier, Damn, Randy Orton is an 87 overall fucking and it had his Randy Orton with his hands down his pants <laughs> it was so fucking hilarious dude oh so once again everybody was pro face actually no it's split this is more heel yeah everybody was going more heel so we got like what? we knew Randy Orton was gonna fucking win yeah it looks half to half yeah like five on five 
four, it's four, three, four, four. four. So it looks like uh, myself, Stavro, uh, my wife, and Ryan were pro Randy Orton, which go figure my wife, whose ringtone is Randy Orton's theme song, would be picking Randy Orton. But anyway, I hear Lauren. Then you got X Force. I hear Lauren in my head. <laughs> then you got X Force, who obviously was picking losers. <laughs> so he had to pick Jeff Hardy. <laughs> yeah. And and my two boys, they like Jeff Hardy, so they picked Jeff Hardy. Yeah. And then also uh, X Force's wife, girlfriend, they pos- fleeing what, um, whatever. Yeah. They yeah. They they they've literally positioned Jeff Hardy, like Matt Hardy was positioned the last time they were here. I feel like he's right now. He's <laughs> yeah. just there to push other characters yeah. over. Yeah, I don't think they really have much intention. It was kind of like when the Dudleys were there. Yeah, you know, most recently they're just there to put guys over. And I know. Which is sad because we don't want to see that. But. I know. It's just like shit. Why don't we do at least a couple runs at something? You know. But there were a few teams that didn't need those pushes. You know, like the Bar. They never needed that push. I uh, love the Bar. Um, I can't wait to see them and you do it on a show in Australia. I think that's gonna be a great match. Not to mention the Dudleys did the, uh, the Ascension a very huge disservice by always kicking their ass. So it's kind of like yeah, yeah, the Ascension. They just don't really <coughs> do much with them. I, I think no, the Ascension were great, and they just didn't push them right because the no. writing team sucks dick. Yeah, they they did the makeup gimmick with them. They tried to be all world warriory with them when they clearly are demolitionish. When they came in and they were like ripping on every tag team ever, which is you know a gimmick that's been done a thousand fucking times. Yeah, like we're better than demolition. We're better than fucking. Uh, superpowers. We're better than like they just brainbusters. Nah, like, all right. So, what did you think of the match, Dino? I was a little bored with this match, even though I kind of figured Randy would win. It's just I, I don't know for some reason like uh, their storyline just I don't know like I know. and Randy you can you can do a lot with Randy if you give him the right guy, and Jeff is a better opponent for a worse kind of wrestler. Like if they. They had to put in the you know Jeff Hardy against like Luke Harper. That would have been a better match. Yeah, I'm sorry, um, like Jeff Hardy falling from the top of the cage or hanging on the top of the cage. Yeah, falling through the table was the weakest ending to that. I know. Match. Randy, oh, they're Randy like, oh my god, like, he's dead. Oh my god, like, okay, to the real Randy, wrestling fans Randy, who've seen Jeff Hardy wrestle on meth. Yeah. They know what hardcore is and what Jeff Hardy dying is. Yeah. And that ain't fucking it. Yeah. Yeah, we've yeah we've seen. Jeff I did enjoy the before. screwdriver through the ear hole. Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. Taking advantage of the fact that Jeff didn't have his plugs in. Oh, no, I know he purposely took him out. Like, why do I want to not put my plugs in so Randy Orton can do this with a screwdriver and flap around fat? Like, it, okay, it, take your ear well, and twist it. If you did that, it wouldn't hurt. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't fucking hurt. I guess it's a great spot for those Shit, like the guy on the fucking you know? with my last name. And he's black, and he's Higgins. Holy shit! I gotta get. Where's Magnum PI in this team? I'm a fucking Browns fan now. God damn it! <laughs> oh, please say you are. No. Oh, please. You think that I would ever like any team? Oh wait! I oh. <laughs> so I was asking uh, Stewart. I was like, I'm surprised you're not a Browns fan. Actually, I am. Yeah. I support. I support him. Yeah. He also likes the Bengals a little bit, too. <laughs> Anything from Ohio, Stopper wants to shove down his throat. Mm-hmm. If there's any of you guys... Anything from, from Oregon, Ohio, Scuba shoves down his throat and realizes it's a loser and still shoves it down his throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. All right. I'd rather so. stick with my team than fucking jump around. No, yeah, jump around? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Who's your NFL team this year? What the fuck about the NFL? This year. This year. Mm-hmm. You notice that? Word placement? Yes, I was an Eagles fan. And then, and then, then you got What's the next the bird? It's joke. the Ravens. Now the running joke with Stavro is what is the next bird, of course. Never going to be the Falcons, I can tell you that. It's got to be the Falcons. Deion Sanders is going to come out of retirement. You're going to be like, dude, totally, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I love Deion, but no. So, all right, so uh, our next match is The Shield versus The Dogs of War. Oh, I'm fucking walking once, now. Once again. Actually, now. match of the fucking night. Now, now, once again, this is like another one of those like almost splits. I not a lot of us were not going for the shield. A lot of us weren't. That was yeah. one of my losses, which I I, I chose wrong. Yeah. Stavro, who hates Roman Reigns, he wasn't passion. in the match, bitch. Yeah, he was still wasn't in part the match. of the shield. Uh, still runs with those guys. Still part of the clique. You know what have been a better fit? He's a closet Roman fan. He doesn't want to admit it. You know what have been a better fit? If Kurt Angle had been brought in again, that I'm way take the sh- a piss that, and, and I'm gonna fucking kick you in the That way, the again. Shield could proper properly have Michael Schickless in their in their team because Michael Schickless was the ball guy, Kurt Angle was the ball guy. Yeah, Shield, Shield, you know, would be great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and just Roman could just be on his own, you know. So I was personally picking. I, I picked uh, McIntyre and uh, Dolph Ziggler to win this match, and the reason why. I just feel like this was a very pro-heel sort of yeah. time frame in the storyline. So it, to me, it seems like the the heels are going to hold on to titles. Uh, and, and they just received the title not long ago. They, they kind of yeah, they kind of jumped already. the revival and got themselves a, a tag match in Raw. Which yeah. was a beautiful thing. And despite the fact that they just had Braun join their team before that, they were doing good without him. Yeah. So now that they have him, it's got to be an unstoppable force, basically. The monster among men. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Fucking Braun's kind of adding another level to that team, you know. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting to to see if they uh, pick up a fourth member to kind of go like a four horsemen sort of way with it. Not necessarily like oh. the four horsemen, but you know, like just but, a but four man yeah, unstoppable. Make it more of a stable. Like add a guy like a Finn Balor to that, or, or somebody that's got a lot of talent, you know, and that would be an awesome. Or they can run, you know. I can think of one guy, but it'd be a really. Uh, they haven't been doing shit with him. Be Kevin like Owens. Tyler Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger. Yeah, <laughs> kind of stripping away his his, his face, ten thing. The ten thing. And yeah, and then kind of making him more heel. He's. Yeah, I know, right? The WWE like, has a lot of talented guys that are just going yeah. by the wayside. They always shit the Ty Dillinger, I, I wish they would do more with him. Because like, he doesn't even pop up on main event. Like, what the hell is he doing? I don't know. Like, he was, just he was backstage it's, it's on like, Raw. It's almost right like he's in the doghouse or something. I believe he was backstage in, on Raw, either right after or right before Home so I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, he was backstage and... He had like a couple of minutes on on screen talking with uh, I, I can't remember who it was even backstage, but yeah, I'd really love to see them kind of like bring him into something and, and kind of give him more of a role because he is very talented and he was very talented in NXT. He was super fun to watch. Yeah, he can get the crowd to engage him. So 
if he can get the crowd to like him, it's got to be a lot easier to make him hate you. Yeah. Like, look at Tommaso Ciampa. Greatest heel. Yeah, one of the greatest heels. He doesn't even need a theme song. He just walk out. Yeah, people just fucking just don't. They just hate him, and I love how much they hate him. Yeah. But anyways, that's sort of off topic. Um, Yeah, thinking uh, if you, you know, you got you got teams like this, and uh, now I know they, you know, everybody kind of knows, like anybody who's in the know about wrestling right now, knows that they're just adding Roman to the Shield just to break them back up. You know, and I know like Stavro and me, we've, we've thought of a few. I've been waiting for it for a while. Like a I cannot wait for Dean to go heel. That's what I'm waiting for, yeah. It's like, no. I cannot wait for Dean to go heel. Because Dean will be the best fucking heel out of the Shield. Yep, mean Dean and jeans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Seth, Seth went heel last time, so it wouldn't make sense for him to go again. Yeah. He's got to be is, the one to get betrayed. Seth is be loved right now. Seth is the only one giving us great wrestling matches every, every Monday night, every time, fucking third Sunday. Every time he's no. in the ring. Every time he's in the ring is great. Oh, I know. It's enthralling. What they need to do is put that bitch on SmackDown and have change. a rivalry with fucking AJ. You don't want to change yeah, the, no. the channel. You want to continue watching. And when the commercials come on, you get even more pissed. Like you put him over anybody. Anybody. Yeah. Mojo Brawley finally makes, had a good match because he was going against Seth Rollins. Yeah, he makes everybody yeah. better. He's like, he's like that that player on a football team that his his, you know how good he is doesn't equate to how good he makes the rest of the team. Yeah, yeah. which is nobody on the Seattle Seahawks. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, the Dallas Cowboys ain't got. Much oh, you talk. shut your mouth, Ezekiel fucking Elliott. We'll bitch. see what happens this weekend, and then we'll talk. As long as they're handing the ball. Oh, off now too. you're paying attention. We'll see what happens. Only oh, they... I already made a bet. Hey, if the Cowboys lose, I'm wearing a dress. <laughs> Only. God, I hope the Cowboys mm. lose. I mean, I don't want to see you in a dress, but I damn sure want to see you in a dress. <laughs> <laughs> Shave that hair, fool. <laughs> <laughs> the bush, the bush. It's all about the bush. All right, so our next match is for the women's championship. Ronda Rousey oh, God. versus Alexa Bliss. So this was more of a match than I expected. I think this was more of a match than anybody expected. And most of us picked Ronda. I would have picked Ronda, except for I just kind of wanted Alexa Bliss to get the belt back really quick. Yeah, I know. Me too. It, it, she it, does make a great champion. Yeah. She makes a great she, heel. She. Yeah. I like her better right now not having her. I loved her even more when she ripped on my home state. But I guess it's kind of better that they're not taking the belt away from Ronda to make her look a little bit more. You know, she's going to have the belt credible, least, you know. credible least, and substantial. You know, she'll have the belt at least through probably until Royal Rumble. Whereas most, whereas most of the she's other Nia Jax is going to. Plus, she's a good marketing tool for them. Yeah, it's true. You know, she shows up on all the other shows and has the belt with her. So she's girl Cena. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty true. much. No, yeah. she, she has more moves Bailey. already. Yeah, no, no, Bailey's girl Bret Hart. Oh. oh. Oh, 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 oh. Come on, dude. I'm gonna dude. punch that, you. I'm gonna punch you so The headband, on. the sunglasses. Come on. She's wrestling's kid's sister. That is true. And but Bret Hart was wrestling's older brother back in the day. No, he wasn't. He totally was. Yeah, really? Tell it to Earl Hebner. Mm-hmm. No, that's wrestling's grumpy old dad. <laughs> so in this match with Alexa and Ronda. I mean, it was a good match. It was a pay-per-view level match, but it left me wanting more. With Ronda's a rookie. 
It left me wanting more yeah. with the rivalry, which yeah, she's doing more, but it's real we slow. We won't it's see just, for a while because just a few I, moves uh, here and there. It's yeah. gonna be at this next upcoming Australian. Okay, what Ronda world. needs to do was watch Charlotte and Becky's match. Is what she needed to do. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. She needs but more time in the ring too. You that can't expect great. her to come in the wrestling ring and after having maybe a handful of matches and do great yet, but she's got potential. She yeah, but the WWE better. should have known better putting her on that many matches that fast. And so she's like, selling better. And they're putting her with the right opponents. And they are so, putting her with yeah. the right opponents. They're putting her with girls that will put her over but make her look good too. Yeah. I mean, I was, I mean, even though I always thought um, she was a little green. You know, Nia Jackson we made her look good too. You know? I know. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. There's been everybody's been kind of working with her really well, showing what they can actually do. You know. Yeah. But as as we were saying in the beginning of this part of it, it was pretty predictable. We all knew it was yeah. going to happen. Because it's, it's better to make her look like Hulk Hogan than to make her look like Goldberg in the nineties. Yeah. Because remember that match with Regal. <laughs> Oh, that, God. That fucking ruined. He's like, he couldn't wrestle himself. <laughs> he said, I can't bloody uh, well wrestle myself. Oh, my yeah. God. It was bad. He I tried to make Goldberg it. look good, and Goldberg was shit. Yeah. All right, so this is kind of interesting for WWE. So they have um, a back-to-back women's match. Uh, SmackDown's champion is taking the third slot main event. Um, for for the women's title and it's, uh, Charlotte versus Becky Lynch, and this is a split house for the, for this match mo- mostly. I think it's like maybe six well, to four, something like that. It's uh, it was five. To uh, Scuba only chose. I chose Charlotte because Charlotte reminds me of my lovely wife. I re- affectionately refer to her as Lauren with talent. And I will never not. Wow, that, that shows so much respect to your wife. Um, oh God, it is respect. <laughs> it's Charlotte Flair. It's Charlotte fucking Flair. Woo. Bill don't think so. Well, that was his one fucking win. I was gonna say it has to be because I know he's not voting. Oh, Charlotte, he hates dude. the fucking flares. Oh, totally. I don't know why he hates them so much. It's so funny. Like he hates the flares as much as Kevin loves them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's the funny thing. I yeah. think there was a reason why I like Kevin. Too, it ain't cause I know why there was a reason I like Kevin. Yeah, too. they put on a really good match. Uh, a lot of, a lot of fucking, a lot of, a lot of really good emotional back and forth. Uh, oh, I mean, Charlotte and Becky were and have been. Friends for a long time, but you can tell that they have wrestled each other many, many, many times because oh yeah, their their ring fluidity, how they pulled their moves off, I mean, how each of them sold, and it, it was it was a really it was a really good women's match. I was yeah. really, and it's not just because it's Charlotte Flair's Stagro. Yeah, and um, in NXT, Becky ended up becoming the third wheel of Charlotte and Sasha Banks's tag team, and. Uh, there was, and that was kind of where the whole four horsewomen thing started because they were like, they, they had like an intersecting storyline between, like after Becky joined the group, between uh, Sasha and um, and fucking uh, wrestling's kid sister, uh, Bailey. Bailey. And then Bailey, like, I think Bailey beat Becky in a match. Bailey eventually beat. Um, or Bailey eventually beat Sasha Banks in a couple matches, and uh, two awesome matches too. Like I think those blew me away the most. But yeah, the fact that they've always had that good back and forth, you know, because like when Becky was a face and Charlotte was a heel, 
They had a lot of good matches there. She sold a lot. I mean, did a lot of good stuff. And then now that both of them are kind of at the same level, you know, I mean, now they're having, like, fucking quality, quality match. Yeah. Jeez. I kind of wonder, you know, like, because Becky at least had, like, a wrestling background beforehand where, like, Charlotte started off as just an announcer. Mm-hmm. Like she was an announcer on FCW for a long time. She was an announcer on T- um, NXT when it first became a wrestling show. Mm-hmm. Um, then just watching her transition from that to the wrestler. I mean, it's fucking amazing. She, she is very talented. Trained now. purely in-house. Yeah. And, and the fact is, like, all the teachers in the NXT locker room, like, all those guys are fucking amazing wrestlers, you know? It's like, fucking, um, you know, except Brookside in there, fucking... Uh, I think Finley's in there now. Um, they had that, uh, you know, Sarah Del Rey. Um, she was amazing back in Sherman. Dusty Rose before he passed. Yeah, yeah. before he passed. Uh, Regal's back there sometimes. Fucking. Mm-hmm. I mean, just so many good guys. I mean, so she's like learning from all them, plus her dad. You know, I'm sure he had time for it too. Yeah. So. It's fucking nuts. And Becky, you know, Becky's the old UK wrestler, like progress and shit, so. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like, fuck. But yeah, it was, a, it was a hell of a match, though. For sure. I'm not unhappy with the way it turned out. No. Um, I was, of course, picking Charlotte to win. But I like both both of these ladies. They're both very talented. So yeah, yeah. I'm not upset seeing either one. I was happy with yeah, either one. And you know they got to make Charlotte have like a sixteen or seventeen time champion. Yeah, exactly. I was kind of keep losing it. Like, she has to lose it from time to time to get that number up. Yeah, in my heart of hearts, I would have wanted Charlotte to win just to give Becky more of a mean streak, more of an evil streak for later. Mm-hmm. But she seems Becky, to be bringing it out. I, if you, I don't know if you watched. But Becky winning was fun for. Me. I don't know if you watched SmackDown, but she sort of had a little bit of a coordination type deal. Oh yeah. There was a lot of uh, a lot of. Straight fire out of her mouth, which was that way. And uh, it was good, but uh, you know, that's for another day. I, th- I think we can progress on to the real match of the night, the real main, main event. event. Yeah. And that would be the match that was aired uh, as the fifth match of the show. But in my heart of hearts, it was the best match, and that was Styles and Samoa Joe. Yep. Dude, now, that match was uh, so good. I was picking Samoa Joe to win this match just because... He actually did! Just because... Uh, well, in that case, then our shit's changed and I win. But... I no, you don't win. You try deal. But anyways... I, <laughs> I was picking Joe to win this match just based on the fact that Styles has had the title for over 300 days. And it was, I thought, a perfect time for a new champion going into a couple of... Uh, big uh, foreign pay-per-views coming up within the next eight weeks or so. You got a super show down in Australia, one o'clock in the morning here in Pacific Time. It's gonna be awesome. As in America, yeah, and we're gonna cry about it the whole fucking time. Freedom, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> and then you know you've got this other uh, pay-per-view that they uh, announced out over in Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. again. So. Yeah, I thought it was a good opportunity to maybe have a new champion come in and solidify him with some of these foreign pay-per-views and, yeah. then, and then bring him back over here and eventually have him, you know, either keep the title or, you know, lose it to another person. But uh, yeah. Styles, Styles found a way to tap out and win. I think what I like about this match is this is like... That's karma. This is like 
a oh, long, yeah. this is a long Definitely. time. It's a Don't long time. Don't make fun of a man's making. family. You know, it's a long time in the making, you know, because you have both Styles and Samoa Joe were in Ring of Honor two different times, but they were both there. Then they were both in TNA at the same time, had great series of X Division matches before they moved AJ up to the heavyweight picture. Mm -hmm. um, Samoa Joe continued to have really awesome matches after he went back to Ring of Honor um, while fucking Styles was in Japan. The fact that they both got to intersect here, even though Samoa Joe had to go through the NXT system and AJ Styles got thrown right into the fucking fire pit. Because he's AJ uh, fucking Styles! That's right, yeah. But yeah, but Samoa Joe though, I mean, he's always been like a big favorite of mine. Dude. He always remind he he reminds me of Taz. You know, he was he's kind of the throwback wrestler in a sense. Yeah, he's a big big guy that can split a foot, has a lot of abilities. You wouldn't expect a guy that's two hundred eighty five pounds to be able to do. Yeah, the step up in Ziguri that he does in the corner is a thing of beauty. Of him, so a snap suit, isn't his snap power slam. His snap power slam. He teased the muscle buster in that match, even though the WWE won't allow him to do it. But I do like them teasing it. At least. Maybe they'll eventually let him do it if they figure out a way for him to do it where it hurt somebody. He should just try to do a, a modified uh, Northern Alliance suplex. Yeah. That's probably, that would be, that'd probably work out just as good. Not America? But uh, I, I really do think that here in the near future, Samojo will have gold. He, the way they push his character, you know, he's a badass, but then they put him against Brock and they make him, you know, lose. They put him against AJ and he loses. But... Anybody else that he's gone in front of, he's pretty much destroyed. Yeah. I mean, Braun Strowman destroys everybody except for Brock and Roman. Just look at the um, no. look at the way they brought Samojo over from NXT. Rollins came out when he was coming off of his knee. Joe should have beat fucking Brock. They were out of everybody, Joe should have beat him. Yeah, Joe should have beat him. They pushed know, Joe as a badass. Like, 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 like I was saying, you get to the big match and and, yeah. and and this is another one of those matches too where most everybody's going for the heel finally. So yeah. most of the house actually going for the heel in Samoa Joe. And that's probably why they didn't change yeah. the title this time. Probably. Like, I'm sorry, dude, but Joe and you've got has to have the time, and he's gonna win it at the next one because Daniel Bryan's gonna win. Because the Miz has won two times in a row, and he's not going to win three, and they're going to—they're not going to have heel versus heel. They're going to have face versus heel, and yeah. it's going to be fucking Joe and, and versus think, Daniel Bryan. I think uh, SmackDown think would actually potentially be a really great. You know, fucking yeah, it yeah, does. Because I think Samoa Joe being a heel fucking champion on SmackDown would be great. Because they don't really. And have then that. throw AJ the fucking—throw him against Shinsuke Nakamura, so they can build that rivalry even more, and he can take the U.S. title away from him, and then go back for his fucking. Heavyweight title and have both. All right. Because because AJ's AJ's we fucking. We haven't seen a dual champion for. A Seth while. Rollins. Yeah. I don't know if that's gonna happen. Um, Out of anybody, AJ deserves it. Of course. Because but, AJ's contract is up at the beginning of 2019. At, let's look at AJ's titles that he's had so far. He's had the U.S. title. Yeah. He's had the the WWE championship. Oh. If I'm not mistaken, he had the Intercontinental Championship for a little while, too. No. Okay, so maybe he needs to be moved to Raw. from SmackDown to Raw and maybe go for that Intercontinental. Maybe have a nice rivalry with Seth Rollins or something like that. That's what... They need to make him... They need to make him a Grand Slam champion. He's the only other person 
Or I we... believe right now on the main roster that deserves it. All right, so um, moving on. Now we're going to get to our last match, but before we do that, here's a word from our sponsor. Wait for it. Wait for it. That's right. Our sponsor this week is Evan Williams. When you need to get drunk for a really cheap price, Evan Williams. Sadly, I'm the only one that can drink the shit in a motherfucking house. That's true. I'm too much of a pussy. I can't do that. Oh, wait. Will, Will's cool. <laughs> well, is that what we're drinking on? Evan Williams. No problem there. I can drink it. <laughs> Evan Williams. <laughs> I thought it was Jim Beam or Jack Green Label, whatever. Yeah, it's 23 bucks for a half gallon, dude. Holy I can't pass that shit up. Uh, yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> that might hip hop rendition of fucking. Uh, I'm going to start going to some Matthew McConaughey <laughs> shit and start promoting Evan. When you need to get drunk uh, for 23 bucks, call Evan Williams. <laughs> Oh my god. You weren't complaining when you were watching Tag, bitch. No, it was, was just three o'clock in the morning. Six hours later when I was pissing oh, out of my ass oh my all god. day long. Alright, so they only had a few of these matches in the pay-per-view. Now we have uh, our main event, which is not much of a main event, other than the fact that Strowman was on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget about Mick Foley, a special guest referee. That <laughs> he got maced by Paul Heyman. Oh my god! So, that added a very interesting. And he uh, sold that shit like a motherfucker. So, ah! yeah. so before we even go into the match, I want to point out that our bracketology was very interesting for this time around. <clears throat> when I showed up, I showed up right in the right towards the end of the New Day match, and most of the house. About six over, or one, two, three, four, over two people picked Strowman over Reigns. I show up and I gave the fucking weirdest wild card you can fucking give. Fucking I'm wild the, card! I'm the only one that picked Brock Lesnar to come out <laughs> during the match. Because I didn't think this was ever going to be decided. I did not think that was going to happen. I was actually really surprised that Strowman had the cash in money in the bank to have this match? He should have saved it. I'm sure they would have just gave him No, he anything. thought he was a man. But um But he's no mountain. But and the only reason why I wanted Brock to come out is because he hadn't had his rematch yet. So they yeah. told him he didn't know when he was gonna get it. Yeah. And the fact is is that he, he was, was going in for promoting for UFC so people figured he wasn't gonna come back, and you can tell he was hunting because he had a beard. Yeah, and it's a swerve, <laughs> it's a swervy thing too that WWE likes to do, and um, and of course, it, Hell in the Cell is not a major pay per view, so they're not gonna change hand or change uh, the title over on the main exactly. event. Exactly, the they're gonna have a false finish. So yeah, had to. So I picked Brock Lesnar. I was the only one in the house that did, and. Lo and behold, <laughs> Brock Lesnar came it's so out. good. Let me just tell you, when Brock Lesnar's music hit, I was like, "Son <laughs> of a bitch!" I was pissed. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Here I am. We're going into the main event. I am alone in first place in our bracket, feeling good about life. <laughs> Strowman's gonna kill Roman in the in the. No one's getting in the Hell in the Cells. Yeah. Be great. I'm thinking. My wishes are all going to come true because all I really want to see is Braun Strowman holding the Universal title. Yeah. That's all I want. I want it for Christmas. Yeah. I don't care what day it comes on. Just just please give it to me. Anyways, Brock Lesnar's music hit. He comes out. I'm like, okay, what's he going to do? There's a lock on the door. 
He kicks the lock so hard it breaks the chain. Come on, Dougie. Oh, like no. Kane back in the day. Fuck Come yeah. On, WWE. That, that is it was the pretty stupid. Shit. That, the only <laughs> thing more weak than that in this pay-per-view is Jeff Hardy losing from falling through a table. Yeah, I, I mean, I almost really thought that... The only thing Brock, weaker than that would have been Jeff Jarrett wrestling. I honestly thought that Brock was actually going to come out from under the ring. That was That was what I was thinking he was going to do. Because yeah. um, you can't climb into the cage because there's no top. And, and supposedly so, it's locked, so you can't yeah, get out. Yeah, you can't get out. And, you know, only up until um, recently, Braun Strowman was the only one who was ever, like, really set up to be able to kick the door in on a Hell in a Cell. So why uh, Brock Lesnar's doing it? If you go back uh, and watch uh, it, yeah, when right. he kicks the door, well, you can tell maybe, that thing was so rigged to fall through. Oh, like, yeah. A baby could have walked the hinges, up and it. Yeah. I know. You know what my favorite Brock Lesnar thing is, though? This is still, this has been my favorite thing since his match with Randy Orton. He, when he takes off his gloves. Because, like, every time you see Brock Lesnar... He takes Lesner, off his gloves and he uses his elbows. Yeah, elbows and forearms. It's like, there's no fucking hand at all. No hand action. It's so funny. It's like, that's like my favorite thing about Brock. No, my favorite thing is actually Chris Jericho getting in Brock's face after that match behind the scenes. Yeah. Chris Jericho got in Brock's face because he That's didn't right. know if it was scripted or not, and he was defending Randy Orton, and he got in his face like, fuck you, I'll fuck your ass up. I don't give a fuck. Mm. <laughs> All right, so our final bracketology for the whole fucking pay-per-view. We have X-Force at last place, only getting one win over six losses, or seven, or yeah, seven, eight, losses. seven losses. Um, you have... Uh, Stavro five and it, it three. It looks like Owen is Dylan, next. Dylan. Owen and Dylan, yeah, they they have the same pick. He has three wins and five losses. losses. Uh, Lauren, Tiffany, and and Stavro. And Stavro yeah, minus five and three, dude. We're all tied for um. We're all That's tied me, for buddy. for second. They're right here. Like you do it That's completely me. wrong. How come That's you confuse? You. No wonder I picked the wrong picks. Name win loss, how many? Name win loss, how many? It's you do it confusing. wrong. You do it wrong. I'll do it next time the same way. Fuck off my house, my room. <laughs> nah, I don't give a shit. It's going to my house next time. Yeah, we're all going to fucking bombard that tiny ass apartment and smell like fucking a butcher shop and fucking B.O. That sounds like fun. Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, please. But in last place, our no kids. At, at the top of the fucking hill, we got myself and uh, Scuba. And by the way, when he sees, when he means himself, he means he fucking won, not Scuba. The records say five. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, the no. reason the records Here's say what they say is because Scuba fucking wrote them. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to destroy my credibility, like I'm. No, well, I don't have to destroy your credibility. Hey, I'm, not, I'm not running for office, bro. I'm not trying to be in the Supreme Court. We're, we're doing a podcast. Supremely High Court, but that's about it. Fuck right off. Just mad because you weren't at the top. Oh, man. Should have been. Sound like Ohio State. Oh. <laughs> Sad thing is, they are at the top. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. No. Top five. Top five. So, the top. Number one. Like, what, is, what is Oregon? Hey. What is Oregon? Hey. Top 25? Roll Tide, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now he is. Oh. oh. Is he sucking your dick, no, too? No, I don't know I, I think he is. <laughs> oh, man, so... Alright, so... Is the Alabama tied that? Is that a bird? Because that's the only reason I can see him jumping on it. 
it's not. No, it's I'm not. Okay. Saying roll tight because we all know. Uh huh. Oh, it's roll tight. You know uh-huh. it. I know uh, it. Hey, when he the tie knows it. Did you see what they did in last game? Maybe when the tie comes I in. I turned over and it was barely halftime. The tie are the Patriots of the college football league. Why am I not going? Why are we talking? Uh, why am I not going? Why are we talking about the Patriots? They have no secondary and they have no wide receiver. And they lost to the fucking Jaguars. They're so desperate they went and signed Josh fucking. We're almost to the point where the Josh Gordon. We're almost to the point where Los Patriotos is going to commit suicide. So. Josh Gordon, they broke you here. And you'll still be happy. I'm still be okay with it. Like all right. (laughs) They are the Eddie Guerrero. Josh Gordon, he smoked more weed and busted. So, mm. I will admit Dio made a great call, and uh, I will, I will, uh, I concede will, I will concede to his victory. <laughs> However, I would like the record to show that we were both five and three. <laughs> oh, bull! Shit, he was six and two, bitch. No, he wasn't. Colin that, Brock gives him an extra win. It doesn't take a lot. No, fuck that. It doesn't take a lot. Sorry, that's the way the rules go. Yeah. Them's the rules. I you didn't make them. <laughs> yes, he did. I didn't make <laughs> If you believe that, I got oceanfront property for you in Kansas. Fuck Arizona. You would. Yeah, you not would even, completely fuck Arizona. You know the thing that's fun about this match too is not even Mick Foley could save this match, but the post hell in the cell Mick Foley stand up. Special. Was fucking hilarious. Was great. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh, it was man. captivating. I, I like. I'm like, what's this? I didn't. Even He's know okay, cactus. He's like, okay, mean Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that you know, because when you get to hear wrestlers basically do interview style stories, you know, the kind of stuff he would. No, he, it in. was more than an interview. It was like a stand up. Well, it was a stand up, but like he's. Basic, his stand-up routine is basically like as if he was doing a shoot uh, interview. Oh, I love the end when he's yeah. like, I'm the guy who fell off the fucking cell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he'd been teasing using the F-bomb the whole thing, and, and, and he went to that point like eight yeah. times. And, yeah. then, he and then got, he finally says it at the end. It was like, yeah, he even got it, some, it made this show so great. He even really got some did. chick in the crowd to be a counter for him. <laughs> like, you, you got to keep track of her every single time I slip up and... You know, Letting that bomb out, okay? Mm-hmm. And she's all like, just in there, okay? And she's like waiting for it, and it's like, it's just not happening. That's just Mick Foley. So like, it was really cool to hear his behind the behind the mask sort of yeah. behind the character story about you know this match that he had that will live on in wrestling. Not knowing the whole time he's all fucked up, but Taker's got a broken foot. <laughs> and I hope they actually do a second season of Holy Foley because I love seeing Noel. Mm-hmm. Except. I don't like Noelle anymore. No? No. Really? Because she doesn't like Samoa Joe. She calls him a fat tub of lard. Oh. Even though she was made fun of in school for being fat when she had this post on Instagram one time saying, oh, I don't like people make fun of fat people because I was, you know, a little fat in school and people used to make fun of me, but yet <coughs> I saw her call Here's Joe a fat tub of lard. Of social media is the dumbest thing ever created by man. Very true. Even though she's hot as shit, but her opinion really doesn't matter. You wouldn't care if you were laying in bed with her. Neither would you. Did I say I would? You didn't say either, actually. Sometimes the best things are left unsaid. So. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> um, Probably to come back upon her right now. Who's going to win? <laughs> oh, I can win. But I will not go that low. Oh. Sabro can't get as low. Yeah, no, I can get lower than you could ever... Like, the lowest low you've ever seen is not as low as I can go. 
I've been in some pretty bad places, my man. Ah, uh, you, you ain't gonna go that low, brother. Uh, it's a pretty good places too. Like, hey, where's Will's pits? Oh the... wait, he wasn't fucking here. My bad. Damn it, Will. We need you next time. Well, you were here more here than Bill was, but. <laughs> well, well, it, hel- it helps to have an extra guy here to help suck up some. No, he's looking at Mayfield too. Fourteen to nothing. Mayfield's in there now. All right, so for anybody... Tyrod got hurt, I think. So for anybody who's wondering, we've been watching NFL Network all day, so... Well, not all day. Actually, we were watching NXT before we were watching this. And Lucha Underground as well. Great shows. Love them both. But right now, we're uh, silently in the background. We've got... Oh, you finally let it go. Uh, versus the Watch Jets. out for the linemen. It's like the Jets. Oh, shit! Like, oh, he got a first back. down! Damn! Put him in and run First and the second. 40 seconds. Change his number to 25 and make him funny. a fullback. Fuck. That guy. Who is that? I don't know. That was great. Bro, that's that's a lineman getting work done right there. Getting work. Let me get that ball up. All right. Got it. Where do he I go? He got like eight or nine yards Where out of that. Where do I fucking go? Oh! That strip they can't sack. Take him down. That strip He's sack is a good four or five yards behind the line of scrimmage, if not maybe six. And somehow he turns it into an eight-yard gain. That guy needs a pay raise. I don't care how much money he makes. He needs to make more. Especially if the Browns end up winning tonight. Which would be the shocker of the last two years. Unfortunately, the Browns, uh, they've been in a little bit of a famine. and It's almost sad to see, as just a fan of football, to see any team go basically for... The better part of two seasons without a win, you know they they were basically one and thirty one over the last two seasons, and uh, they started out the the season with a little bit of promise. They uh, played the Steelers to a, it was a great game. They ended up tying, um, which is kind of disgusting. But since they changed the rules for overtime time, they they're kind of promoting there to be more ties. To be honest, uh, which is fine. And then, and then they played another game. Uh, in New Orleans, where they were competitive, uh, they were able to tie the game up, but ended up losing after their uh, their kicker had missed, uh, I believe, two field goals and, and an extra point. Now, do you think because of all the you know because every few years they'll always do it, they'll do rule changes, yeah, and they'll do them constantly, constantly, just yeah, kind so of to improve the quality of the game and overall. Sometimes it it doesn't but, improve the game though. Like for instance, right now there's a new. How close do you think we are? To the baseball prediction of everybody just dropping off of football and, bas- and baseball and basketball because of all these like silly ass changes. Uh, I don't really see that ever happening. You know, this is a we're talking about a, a billions, nine nine billion dollar business. Yeah. Annually, and uh, if you, if you know Americans like I know Americans, uh, we ain't gonna be giving up something like that. You know. The NFL is going to continue to do what they have to do to get that money in. People love this, this sport. They're going to eat up, you know, everything from ticket sales to jersey sales, uh, uh, other garb, clothes, uh, footballs, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff, helmets. Yeah. They sell all that stuff. So there's just so much money to be made. I mean, yes, it could it could decline in viewership and maybe uh, fandom, but. In the grand scheme of things, you know, that'd be like a, a drop of rain into a bucket, a five-gallon bucket full of water. No, no, we've talked about this in previous episodes, too, but do you really think, do you think the, um, do you think the XFL has a chance next year? Or in no? my heart of hearts. Actually, no, it's 2020. As much as I appreciate Vince as a businessman, 
and uh, understand his prowess in the sports entertainment industry. I mean, he's got an incredible uh, acumen as far I as don't business think, goes. Yeah. I really don't see it becoming a, a, comp- a competition for the uh, NFL. So, yeah. in my eyes, will it succeed? Could it succeed? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not probable. You know, and in all honesty, you know, I think the only real competition he's ever had and provided for football has been with his own wrestling show. Um, whether he views it as, you know, entertainment or if he, you know, continues to disacknowledge the fact that it's a wrestling show. <laughs> wrestling is the biggest part of that show. Um, yeah, I think WWE has only, has only ever been football's real, you know, sub-competition. Because, let's face it, as far as, like, sports are concerned... Sports don't, you know, if you're a hardcore sports fan, you're not going to just go, I'm going to stop watching football to watch baseball this year. No. You're just going to wait for the seasons to come up and just watch well, the them all anyway. The beautiful thing about sports yeah. is there's always a new season starting and yeah. always another season ending. If you're a hardcore sports guy like I am, we all know that basketball starts in October, runs through June with the championship we all know that baseball starts in April and goes through October, sometimes in early November, depending on the year, schedule, and the date, and all that kind of stuff, weather, whatever. We all know football starts in September, well, really starts in September, it starts yeah. in August with preseason, and goes through February. But there is a downtime in July and August where if you're not a baseball fan, there's just not much to offer unless... Unless there's uh, soccer or some kind of like World yeah. Cup going on, yeah, because there's always yeah. But, but always sports in general sure. are a way for people to forget about everything that's going on around them and be enthralled and and a, it, they're a great distraction. I just got my season tickets today uh, in the mail or UPS or whatever. It just. Makes you feel good inside, you know. Now I know basketball's coming, and I'm going to these games, and it's it's a lock, you know. It's happening. Yeah. So I'm getting ramped up for for Blazer basketball, <laughs> and it's hopefully going to be an okay season this year. You know, my team <laughs> is in an interesting position where they are probably more likely trying to set themselves up for a couple of summers down the road as far as yeah salary cap goes, and and. We're a, kind of a hamstrung by our our salary cap situation. We can't really sign a lot of guys. So the only way this team is going to improve is via the trade. I don't see it happening, really. I mean, maybe, but it's just not likely, yeah. in my opinion. I just look at it, and i got to take it with a grain of salt. I've always loved the Portland Trailblazers ever since I was a little kid in, in the late 80s. And... Learned what basketball even was. Hmm. I, I've probably been watching basketball since before I knew what it was with my dad. And, and it's just something that grew into a love. I love to play the game. Unfortunately, uh, as you guys know, I, I did get hurt at a young age. Uh, 19 at work. Severe injury to the ankle. So my basketball playing days were over then. I was never really able to play again after that. But... I live vicariously through the team itself, so yeah. for me, going to a game, 
Yeah, I'm not on the team, but I feel like I'm part of it. Oh, yeah. Watching at home, yeah, it's great. I love watching basketball on TV. I have a great TV, too. Stavro will probably like this part. It's a 65-inch QLED, 8K, and he's going to bitch when he hears that, but fuck Stavro anyway. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so um, just to keep everybody updated, we're not going to be sticking to our original wrestling-only format. We will probably be covering more pro wrestling than we have previous because we used to only do this show every three months. So now we're doing it more on a monthly basis uh, when whenever WWE does their pay-per-views. But I want to say, too, if there's any other big events that happen to be coming up that might be in the WWE stratosphere, like, you know, like the all-in pay-per-view. We actually want to do a full review on that. Um, same thing with uh, some of the other bigger shows that are coming up for some of the other promotions. Because uh, there's plenty to be seen, you know, and heard about. And we don't just like WWE. We actually like everything out there. So Give me uh, some Lucha Underground. Some New Japan. Give me some, some New Japan, exactly. Give me some uh, West Ring Coast, of Honor. West Coast Wrestling Connections out there. Fucking, We've got uh, the local Portland wrestling scene. We should yeah. probably all go down there one time and just check that out. There's Prestige Wrestling and Hermiston and Eastern Oregon. Sometimes they play in Eugene and stuff. Yeah, those um, aren't too far away, really. No, not really. I mean, there's kind of... in. In our stratus, you know, they're, they're like within a I mean, couple Her- hours. Hermiston's probably 240 miles away, but probably all freeway is not too bad, really. And they got a lot of ex-WWE guys there. A lot of them. Yeah. I mean, fucking Simon Gotch is there. <laughs> like a bunch of random dudes. I think, uh, God, I think even fucking Pentagon showed up there one time. Um, That's a guy that is on my bucket list to see live. Fuck I'm yeah. hoping he comes to, like, NXT or something soon. But, uh... Yeah, Pentagon uh, Dark, is, or whatever he's calling himself he uh he's definitely a fucking he's he's an awesome fucking commodity in wrestling same same with like uh you know there's a lot of uh, other wrestlers like uh, chelsea green you know i know she has a she's ain't gonna be or she's gonna be in the may young classic tournament but we don't know if she's actually gonna win considering she has a storyline now on you know lucha underground and um she always makes up and down you know like Different appearances at different places. Lucha Underground is pre-recorded. Yeah. And and when that was recorded, we don't exactly know. Yeah. But, you know, they're just now airing it. But that doesn't mean that she won't... You know, come back, yeah. That doesn't mean that she won't make the roster, make an NXT roster, or go back to TNA, or whatever she might do. Yeah, because in all honesty, everybody's bouncing around on the indie scenes right now. I mean... Pretty much, if you've seen the lineup on All In, a lot of those guys are on MLW. A lot of those guys are on fucking, um, uh, what's that one uh, that we have here, um, kind of in the northeast, uh, in Chicago. Oh, oh shit. It's uh, Evolve. Um, <laughs> you got, like, in uh, you know Pro Wrestling Gorilla, and you got all these like, different promotions, and now they're all able to have all these big stars that are growing on TV, you know, it's crazy. And they're non-WWE guys on top of it. Yeah, and it'd be nice to see, as, as much as we like guys coming into WWE, I like it better when they use the talent that they have. Yeah. Instead of letting talent go by the wayside and become uh, yeah, almost like, like 
the word I'm looking for. Uh, it's kind of like they're hiding away some of the best yeah, kept secrets in wrestling. And then they take some guys and they yeah. just push the hell out of them. And they've always been known like, to I'm, do that. I mean, so. I like Roman, but I don't like seeing Roman... On top all the time. On the yeah. opening scene of Raw talking and then in yeah. a match and then... You see Roman again, Cause, and then, cause the then only, you see him again towards the end. Yeah, because something. It's just because the one thing I loved about old. the one thing I loved about the fucking Attitude Era, which I didn't really watch it. I stopped watching wrestling around that time because I was getting sick of it. So, um, so like the one thing I always liked about the Attitude Era is that they had a lot of big stars. It wasn't just one guy. No, there was a lot of a guys. lot of them. Yeah, and the fact that you they've been able to get guys like Braun Strowman and you know like fucking uh, like Dean Ambrose and all those guys that push themselves through and they make themselves stick around you know they get the crowd behind them they get the crowd to love them uh, or get the crowd to hate them yeah uh, whatever we've their aim is we've seen Dean Ambrose be hated we've seen him be loved same with Seth Rollins we've seen him be hated we've seen him be loved I love how familiar these always look now like two white people, one's a girl, and then two black people. <laughs> yeah, gotta gotta keep that keep that uh, yeah. race equality even. And I love that WWE always does that in their pre-shows. Like, like, yeah, you got Booker T, and you got the Jews, the Jew, uh, curly-haired guy. What's his name? Uh, uh, Sam Roberts. And then you and then, then you got Renee like David Ortonga or, or oh, Coach is on there now too. Coach is yeah. demoted. Yeah, I do like the fact that they made. Uh, Renee oh, yeah, into one of, a commentator. Yeah, one of um, Because she was a great commentator. I don't care day. what people say about Renee Young. Yeah. She's always been really good in the back. And, uh, yeah, she wanted to be a wrestler, but that didn't work out for her. She just wasn't right for it. No, no. And I'd, I'd rather, she I'd rather not. Great, she is a great commentator. I, I think she has the potential to be a long time... <clears throat> Uh, spot on one of the shows, whether it's Raw or SmackDown or even if it's NXT. Yeah. Um, I would love to see uh, a lineup of like <clears throat> Renee Young and Morrow and maybe like uh, maybe Corey Graves or something like that as a lineup for the Raw. Like you got the heel liking Corey Graves sort of. He's always talking about social media from the heels and sort of stuff like that, just trying to make it. You know, build, uh, build, the, build the match going. You got Renee, she's sort of more. Yeah. Oh, we got a rock. Dabro and Will have joined the podcast again. Holy shit, we're still going. Yeah, we're almost on an hour now, I think. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We're no, we're over an hour. It's an hour and one minute, bitch. Ah, shit. Dude, 27 seconds. It's still going to be fun. That's the power time. hour for you. Yeah. Anyways, um,. So we were just talking a little bit about how we like that they added Renee Young to the commentary on Raw and how we kind of wish maybe they could like change around some of the... Some and of the they, guys. they should change around how weak they make her sound. Well, what I, should, what I was yeah. saying was is I would like to see a lineup of, of uh, Renee Young, Corey Graves, and Mauro Ranallo. On that would Raw. be good, yeah. That'd be the all-star fucking goddamn cast. That's what Why? Because Michael Cole isn't there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Michael Cole should be on NXT. He's just getting... Uh, and Morrow sells his fucking ass off, dude. That guy... Mama Mia! They have not had an, an energetic announcer like that 
since know, JR, really. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if any of you have ever listened to the Portland Trailblazer radio pod, or radio cast, any of the games. But Morrow really, really reminds me a lot of the announcer on there, Brian Wheeler. Just the passion that they have, <coughs> the, the way that they, when if you're not watching the match and you're listening to them, it's like they're painting a picture with their words. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot of talent like that out there in that. In and the there match. has never, ever, 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 ever. <laughs> been an announcer who's had their fucking catch line chanted. Yeah, no shit. This catchphrase like Mama Mia gets chanted at shows all the time. Oh yeah, and the thing that I love about Moro is he's not just wrestling. No, he, he's fucking boxing. He does he, boxing, he does UFC, the, he, does, the, he does a lot of mixed martial arts and it's just, he is multi-talented and I'd love to see them get him back onto one of the main shows. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely loved it when he was on SmackDown. And yeah. I actually thought him and JBL had a great, like, on-air sort of clashing, did. but it, yeah. it turned personal in the back. And yeah, that's where, that's where it got fucked it up. It got fucked up from Mara. Because JBL's a fucking bully. Well, yeah. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> well, he's not there anymore. All that's right. why they're both not on SmackDown anymore. I'm yeah. So yeah, expect more out of us. And the next pay per view coming up, I think, is the Women's Evolution pay per view. No, nope. 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 We what have Super it? Showdown. Super Showdown. Okay, so we're the gonna... women's pay per view is towards the end of October. I think okay. Like Twenty eighth or something. You'll have that well, after like this one, and then you'll have the, the next like planned one. I think the planned one's the women's. So a little quick preview for the Super Showdown. We know of a few matches so far. We're not sure. getting Halloween Havoc. What the fuck? <laughs> Nothing in October? No. <laughs> so it it's was, Evolution, it the name of fucking Triple H's old fucking... There's a few matches that we know of yeah. so far. The big one, the obvious one that everybody's been talking about. Uh, the Undertaker versus Triple H. Again. Again. And Oh, God. Uh, got, we haven't ran that into the fucking AJ ground. Styles no. going against Samoa Joe again. And, and no, no fucking no, DQ. No disqualification, no count outs. Everything goes, must be a winner match. And The Miz versus... Uh, Daniel Bryan. I think that's at that one, or is it that at the... It's Miz and Daniel Bryan. And uh, I do believe we got uh, Ronda Rousey and uh, uh, the Bella Twins versus the Riot Squad, which I'm going for the Riot Squad. Oh, dude, did you see the fucking spear that bitch put on Ronda Rousey oh, this last was week? Good. It was fucking beautiful. Like, dude, damn, damn, fucking... God, what the fuck is his name? I can't remember his life from me. Roman Reigns. Needs to learn that from her. Her spear was ten times it? better than hers. Ruby right. Ruby did, nice. Yeah. Ruby did it to fucking uh Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Nice. Um that match should be okay. We know we're gonna see a probably a Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch match again. Um which <coughs> should be great. Uh we know we're going to see the Shield. Versus the Dogs of War. That's going to be an epic match, I believe. Seth Rollins makes every match great. It ain't about Roman. It's it's about the collective uh, abilities of all six guys. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great match. I mean, I'm not a Roman fan. I'm not a Roman apologist. I don't even like Roman. I wish Roman would, you know, not be in a title picture for once in a... You know, not be related time. to The Rock. <laughs> Well, I know, right? Regardless of who he's related to, 
I just wish they'd give him more skill, more in-ring stuff. I'm just sick and tired of seeing the same. If the man who thinks he's better than Kenny Omega, who's never had a five-star match in his fucking life, uh... Nobody's better than Kenny, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega doesn't know how to have a bad match. <laughs> oh, that's true. He really doesn't. <laughs> he really doesn't. He could put a 12-year-old in the ring with Kenny Omega. Guess what? Four stars. <laughs> At least. At least. <laughs> and yes, we've seen it. Yeah. And it was a yeah, four and a half star match. Yeah. <laughs> Competitive match with a little kid. Yeah. And Roman Reigns <laughs> wish a 12-year-old kid had a better match with Kenny Omega than Roman Reigns could ever have in his fucking life. So this pay-per-view coming up, like we've said a couple times throughout the podcast, it's going to start at 4 Eastern. It's going to start at 1 Pacific AM. Um, I believe that's going to be... Who's down under? Go ahead and start crying, Americans. Oh, if you can't get up in the morning to watch it, just watch it on the network. That's what it's there for, people. We're spoiled. We have these pay-per-views all the time. People on the other side of the world have the same problem we'll be dealing with this one time or once in a great they while. They deal with it all time. the time, yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm, no shit. They deal with it all the time. I'm Australia good with it. Our pay-per-views like on fucking Monday or whatever, don't they? Yeah, something like that. So, like, it's already... They're kind of ahead of us a bit. Yeah, so... I believe there's 17... I want to say there's 17 hours ahead of us or, or 19 hours or something like that. Yeah. But, uh... Regardless, people, you can always watch it after, you know, after it's aired and just stay away from social media if, if you're capable of doing that. Americans, get off your phones while you're driving, for Christ's sake. Yeah, well, here's the thing in Australia. Yeah. They don't have first world problems. And that's the end of our show, folks. Fuck you, Roman Reigns. <laughs> this has been Rotten Corpse Radio.